dokie. We are here for episode one of the J&J Power Hour. It's, um, we, well, I mentioned this to you quite a little while ago. Uh, it, it seems like it's been in the making for way longer than intended, but like we're finally here sitting down to record an episode of this damn show. And it, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun because we're just really, we're just in a Zoom call just shooting the shit, to be completely honest. Yeah. But yeah, that's how um, we kind of, but first, but first, before anyone says anything, you're watching this, if you're watching this on YouTube, hi, you can see our beautiful faces. But if you're listening on the audio side of things, more than likely, you know who I am, you know what I do, but um, I don't know if, like, you haven't been doing content as long as I have, and this isn't a brag, but you just haven't been maybe exposed to the same people that I have. So really... Before anything, people probably know who I am if you're watching this video or you're kind of clicking this on my tweet. But JPJ, who the fuck are you? Why? Let's, right? Let's, who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are you? I don't even know, man. No, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I started, I'm a baby at this. So I started at, uh, I, in like March, I was on, we both obviously are involved with Love Wrestling. Yeah. Um, I got, I answered a trivia question correctly on Twitter. So that's how this whole thing started. I answer, I answered a trivia question correctly on Twitter. I was asked to be on Quizplex on Love Wrestling. I lost, which I'm still bitter about because I'm way too competitive and I don't like losing. I <laughs> uh, came in second. Should have won. But anyway, um, yeah, and I had a really good time. And Spencer had reached out to me the day after, like, thanking me for being on the show. Um, and I figured, you know what? What the hell? I'm just going to kind of shoot my shot kind of thing. And I said, hey, I had a really fun time. If you're ever looking for someone, you know, on a pick show or just something like whatever, hit me up. Like I've wanted to do this for a decent amount of time. I have a, I went to school for radio and TV a little bit. So I have like somewhat of a background. Mm -hmm. uh, and then within the next couple of days, we had a couple of Zoom meetings and then he was asking me to hop on board and the rest is history. I've been doing content on Love Wrestling since. And that's how I met you. Uh, you've been on a couple of my shows. I've been on one of yours. And now we have this thing, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm super excited about. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about the concept and just the free-flowing conversation that I think will come with it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know you have only been doing content since March. I just assumed you were doing – you can tell you – I thought you – just because of – you seem to bring experience to the way you speak and the way you – just the way you host stuff, because, um, I, I, well, I've never considered myself like the best at this, but I always consider myself a good host. I'm better at hosting than being a guest. I just like to, I'm a good steerer of a conversation. It's we, I don't know why, but I've always kind of felt that I've been for anyone that doesn't know me for anyone that's clicking over from, you know, the JPJ side of things or just discovering us both. I've been doing content for about three and a half years. I started with wrestling reverb back in, in 2018. Um, that kind of went for a couple of years and was doing podcasting and then started Twitch streaming. And that kind of became my love of content was Twitch streaming, but creating videos and stuff is really the last year I've been really creating a lot of different kind of videos and building my kind of platform as much as I can. Um, and just kind of bringing in more of me into my content, because I think that's the best that anyone can do is just bring their own personality because listen, this is not the first podcast of this kind. This is definitely not the first podcast. Everyone seems to have a podcast these days, but um, it's not the concept. I don't think that's going to build anything. 
it's the it's the people behind it and the personality because you're there to entertain and you're there to try to get more people in. And I think that's what I can do and what we can both do. And, and I think that's why this we've listen, I could give two shits if nobody listens to this because we just get to have a, a, a hangout every week and just and just chat about different kinds yeah. of things. But for anyone that doesn't know the concept of this show, I kind of had, we were going to do a show. We're like, let's do like a live show. Let's do this. Let's do blend pop culture with wrestling. That was always kind of the basis of it. But then I just had like a bit of a, like a ding just went off in my head. I'm like, why not instead of talking about multiple different things per episode, we just talk about one thing and kind of focus on that and have one question to answer every single episode. So it could be different kinds of things. Like what is the greatest wrestling match of all time or what is the greatest song of all time? You know, they're bland, vague things, but just kind of answering one specific question per episode and just kind of taking on different kinds of loves that we have or interests and stuff, because man, I love professional wrestling. It's no secret. You love professional wrestling, but we do have other interests. And sometimes it gets a little annoying just to talk about wrestling because we have bigger personalities than just what happens inside a wrestling ring. And we'll talk about, don't, don't worry. We're always going to have wrestling in our back pocket. If there's an episode where we're like, we don't know what to talk about. Wrestling will be that episode where we can just kind of <laughs> chit chat and, and talk about wrestling. It's easy for us to talk about wrestling, but we do have other interests. We love, I, I'm a lover of music. I'm a studier of music. I, I love the history of music and finding all different kinds of genres and stuff like that. I love television. I'm not a big movie guy, but that's fine. I still love movies and pop culture and talking about different mm -hmm. things outside of wrestling that are interesting to us. And I love diving into conspiracy theories and we'll do that kind of stuff here on this kind of, on this show. And, um, yeah, we'll have a good time. It's not it's not going to be um, a boring time. That I can tell you that for a fact. But when I first mentioned this to you, JPJ, you were like, yep, that sounds like a good time. You're all for it. So what do you hope from this show other than just not talking about wrestling all the time? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I kind of – well, that is the part of it where it's like, okay, I get to talk about other things that interest me. Like I'm – like you, I like television a lot. I, I am a big movie guy. Um, I'm a big video game guy. So, oh, you know, too. like there's the, yeah, like there's, there's things that I can talk about that I, I haven't in this kind of setting. So mm -hmm. I'm very much looking forward to that. And I'm also very much, you know, I feel like you and I, since, you know, on the few things that we've done or the handful of things we've done, um, we kind of hit it off pretty well. Yeah. Like I feel like we have, we've always kind of been able to have really good conversations and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and I'm just looking forward to having those conversations and kind of learning more about you and kind of yeah. you learning more about me mm -hmm. because, you know, I consider us friends, but we've only probably chatted like less than 10 times total, maybe, yeah. Yeah. you know? So it's like, we'll have, we'll learn more about each other too and like our interests and mm -hmm. you're a little bit younger than me. We, we talked about it before we hopped on, like I'm exactly 10 years older than you. So like that perspective too, mm -hmm. of someone who's 10 years younger than me and kind of what you grew up on and things like that. If we talk about certain things like that intrigues me as well. So, yeah. Well, yeah. the same for me and on the opposite side of things, you're 10 years older than me. So it's like, well, you didn't, we're going to, we're obviously there's going to be some things that we're just going to be like, well, I didn't watch that when I grew up because what the fuck yeah. is that? Because like, there's just going to be different kinds of things. And that's kind of exciting to me. And it kind of just works out well, but we've always just had, there's just some people you meet through content that you click with. And there's some people you don't, mm -hmm. but like, there's just some people you're like, ah, okay. I can do something with this person more so than I can't because 
we just have a natural rapport to speak. We both like to speak. Yes. It's no secret that we both can just talk and talk and talk. Um, so that's a good thing in a podcast setting because you don't want dead air. There's nothing worse in a podcast mm-hmm. than dead air, to be completely honest. So if I've learned anything in this three years, it's that. Because, man, oh, man, everyone knows that have, has followed me for majority of the time that I've been creating content. Those first episodes of, of uh, rest, Wrestling Reverb, Rest in Peace, is just... Whew, man, it's like, hello, and then it's just like nothing. And then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, you know, he, for anyone that's like out there that's listening to this, that's thinking about creating a podcast or creating content, you can always, it's always doable. I created my first like 10 episodes of, of my first podcast on a Guitar Hero mic. So just, <laughs> you can oh, do anything. Really? I, yeah. It's like, I wanted a better mic than what was in my, I had like a, an old MacBook at the time. I wanted a better mic than that. And I was like, I mean, this is a USB mic. Surely this will work. I mean, it sounded, it didn't sound great, but it was still better than a laptop mic. So, you know, it is what it is. You make do, you can, you can do it. Like I'm, I'm a big audio guy. So I didn't want it to sound too shitty. It did because of, I didn't know what I was doing. And for some reason in those first episodes, I talked hella quiet because I didn't want it to come across too loud. So I was talking like this and I'm just like, why am I whispering into the microphone? It's like ASMR is <laughs> on bullshit. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So it's always doable for anyone listening. Um, you've had a, you, your kind of intro to this though, is like you have a really good spot because you have people with love wrestling, like Spencer and Zach and everybody that have had so much experience doing this, that it's yes. kind of a blessing in disguise that you're, yes, you're thrusted into something fairly quickly, but also like you have a lot of us around you to be like, Hey, don't do that. That's a, that's a no, no, or this is a good thing to do. And you have a, you said you studied, you know, radio and stuff like that. So you've got a background Mm -hmm. in, you know, knowing not to speak directly into the microphone or knowing not to go too far (laughs) back and do all these kind of things. Like, you know, the ins and outs of what to do and what not to do. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very it's nice when you have people that uh, you admire and you kind of know have a history of doing the thing that you haven't done as long, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm a I knew once I got the opportunity, I know who I am as a person. I know how competitive I am. Like, mm-hmm. when I throw myself into something, like I want to be the best. Like I want to be the best. That's just how my brain works. Same. So <laughs> I felt like even though. I never knew that this opportunity would happen with love wrestling. I felt like I was always ready for it. Mm-hmm. If it came, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when it came, you know, that f- the first month or so I wasn't doing really anything. I would hop on a Sunday brunch here yeah. or there, but like, I wasn't doing something. I was just trying to get my feet wet and be like, all right, are you like really decent at this? You know? And then from feedback. I got feedback from you relatively early on Spencer, obviously, like when I started hearing feedback where people were like, yeah, no, like you, you sound like a, you know, a natural of sorts. Like you sound like you've been doing it for a while type stuff. And once I kind of started hearing that feedback, that's when I was like, all right, cool. Like let's figure something out. Let's come up with something. And then yeah, it's, it's, it's now very you're on like 50 you have... shows. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Everyone makes fun of me. I'm like, I'm not doing, I mean, it's not that much, but yeah, dude, I love it. I love it. I, I, I love it. I would do more if I could. Um, but the time that I have free, I kind of want to maximize and do as much as I can do. Cause I just, that's I love fair. doing it. It's fun. Yeah, fun. no, that's fair. You do, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a good l- little crew and stuff like that. So just before we wrap up these kind of intros and get into what we're talking about, 
Um, if, if you are discovering us, I'll give you a little bit more of my kind of time. I was, it was about this time last year where Spencer reached out to me to, you know, I think I was the third after Zach. I think I was the first person after Zach to get asked to do something. And me and Spencer at that point, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know, he's a little behind the scenes scoop. I hope Spencer doesn't mind me saying this. I don't think he will. <laughs> Screw Spencer. Fuck you, Spencer. Um, he, he, uh, he reached out. To, we had not spoke at that point. Ever. We had not spoke ever um, on a show, nothing. We had, you know, interacted on Twitter. Um, and this kind of, this was what really surprised me with the Love Wrestling offer. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, he said to me, I followed you for a while. I watch a lot of your content, which I didn't know that he ever did because it wasn't like someone mm -hmm. that was always like constantly, you know, outward being like, watch this guy. And he was doing it here and there, but like anybody else. But he um, reached out to me and said, hey, I want to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay. And at this point, by the way, this time last year, I just stopped doing podcasting because I was like, I'm not feeling this anymore. Like talking about, I was starting to lose my love for wrestling at that point, um, things were dwindling and just not having fun with it. So I was like, I can't do a wrestling podcast anymore. And I was just kind of streaming on Twitch. I wasn't really doing anything. I was creating videos here and there. And he reached out to me and said, Hey, I want, I don't care what you do. I just want you to be a part of this. And I want you to just whatever you can contribute to in any kind of way you can do. And then I was like, really, you want me on here of all people? Like you, you could have chose anybody. And Spencer has a pretty damn great experience in what he does. Everyone knows Spencer's kind of journey. And I was like, what the hell? Like Spencer wants me a part of this. I'm just like, oh, okay. Cause I mean, I've gotten better with my self-confidence, but at that point, especially I was like, what, why, what, I don't get what I can bring to the table. Um, and then we kind of, you know, went back and forth network and chill happened for a, a hot cup of tea. But of course the network kind of you know, moving yeah. to Peacock and then it was just all different because yeah. I'm still on the network here. Um, so it was just like, you know, a nail in the coffin for that one. And then, you know, long behold, I started creating videos and then the legacy of came around and now I do that every week. So, um, and that's kind of been the, the, the staple of the YouTube channel, at least for love wrestling. So I can confidently say that without bragging that that's kind of, that's the kind of, Oh, you can brag. You're allowed to brag. It's that, You're that, that kind of keeps the YouTube content moving for that. It's not live or anything like that. And I can kind of create it in my own kind of time and it's just kind of fallen into my lap and I've kind of taken it and ran with it. So that's my journey with love wrestling. And now we're all a part of love wrestling and love wrestling's doing great. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But I've always been someone that's like, I'm like you, A, I'm super competitive with things and B, I always want to, if I want to do something, I don't want to attach myself to something that isn't the best well, for, for what my ability is. Like if Le legacy of wasn't working, that would be scrapped. I would literally, mm -hmm. I don't care about throwing stuff at a wall. And if it doesn't work, I'm happy to, okay, that yeah. didn't work. Let's move on to the next thing. Um, so I'm. I'm still always looking to create content outside of love wrestling that I'm like, okay, I can still, you know, if something happened and I was no longer a part of love wrestling, I still have a lot of content that I can, I love creating content. It's, it's freaking fun to me. So, yeah. um, this, this is with the idea. And then it was just, you were, I just wanted to do something with you. Cause we just, the way we had spoke before and I'm like, yeah, this is going to work. Like we've already been speaking for 15 minutes and haven't even really started this episode <laughs> other than just introducing yeah. ourselves. So that's what I kind of want from us. And that's what you're kind of going to get every single Thursday. 
uh, here on YouTube or if you're listening on the audio side of things. That's what you're going to get from us every week is just going to be these kind of conversations and and diving into a specific question. So you've probably seen the title of this episode of what we're going to talk about today. The question today, we, we thought we'd start, I, I wanted to start, I I will happily say that I steamrolled this one and said, this is what we're doing for the first episode, because I think it gives us a nice kind of sense of this show and the kind of way we think too. And we don't pre-screen each other's like chats. We're just kind of going off the cusp here and just going, going with it. So it's going to be interesting to see where we go. But we're talking television sitcoms today. What is the greatest television sitcom of all time? And again, another thing that I didn't even think about till right now is that we may have grew up with different sitcoms because we live in two different countries. Now, for the mm-hmm. most part, I'm going to see what you're seeing because America is kind of the entertainment capital of the world. So I grew up with a, probably a lot of the same stuff as well. But there's going to be some things that I could say that you'll be like, I have no idea what that is because it's a yep. huge Australian hit that never crossed the crossed the shores. So um, that's going to be interesting as well that I didn't think about. But television <laughs> sitcoms are so... I mean, sitcoms are the foundation of really television in a sense. It's the cornerstone of any television network is a good sitcom. And there's been, I mean, I mean, I couldn't even tell you the number of sitcoms that have been created, moved on, failed, whatever, in the time that we've been, just us have been alive, but they've been going for a very damn long time. They still, to this day, I mean, I mean, to the, for the most part, sitcoms are still even the driver of a lot of Netflix originals. Now that we, we move away from television and into streaming sitcoms are still, they're still based on that. I mean, they're a little different than they used to be. It's not the same format, that kind of multi-cam kind of um, setup. Yeah. It's not, it's not that anymore, but it is still the foundation of a situational comedy is still that it's still a sitcom. Mm -hmm. It's still a, it's still a, a lot of fun, but let's talk before we get into what we think is our personal greatest sitcom of all time, because that's what we're answering today, but sitcoms to you growing up, what were you kind of watching as, you know, a kid in going into like high school and, and into a, as a teen, what were you kind of watching growing yeah. up? Uh, for sitcoms. So, all right. One of the main channels we have over here in the States is ABC. Mm-hmm. And on Friday nights, they had a thing called TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. And that had a two-hour block. It was from 8 to 10. It was the only night of the week I was allowed to stay up later because uh, we were watching TGIF. And it had Full House was oh on there, God. which I mean, the Olsen that was twins. in the rotation that's of my I, thoughts. I, I, I love Full House. That's how I was introduced to the Olsen twins. They were in Full House, yes, right? Yeah. I love Full I've seen every episode of Full House like <laughs> at least five times. What do you I think about Full Fuller House? House? The one that was on Netflix or whatever. I only – well, they've had multiple seasons now. I mm. o- I'm gonna. I only watched the first one, but I enjoyed it. It was good to see them. Yeah, it it's w- not it, gonna be the same. It's and not it was just like same, it was a nostalgia you know? trip. It was like here, like go and touch yes. yourself to this kind of stuff for a little while because this is nostalgia. Yeah. But it was like, okay, yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be the same, <laughs> but it's good to. It's good to see them when they're there. You're like, oh man, look at Danny Tanner, man. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So it had Full House. It had Family Matters with mm-hmm. Steve Urkel and all that stuff. It had a show called Step by Step. Uh, and then the last one, the the fourth one always rotated. That was like the one that every three or four years, it was a different sitcom. Uh, but there were good ones there too. They had the show called Dinosaurs, 
uh, with talking dinosaur Muppets. Oh, uh, this is probably before your time. Mm. Yeah, this is probably. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, there was a show called Perfect Strangers. Oh, I remember that. Two, mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Balky. Balky, mm-hmm. that was a that was a good one. Um, yeah. So that's what I watch with sitcoms. And then, so the question I have for you is, like, animated shows or sitcoms? Oh right? yeah, there's a lot of anim- yeah, yeah. Well, so not like all on of Sunday them, night. Yeah, like yeah, the Simpsons. Sunday nights we would the watch Simpsons. The Simpsons. The Simpsons is a I sitcom. Mean, that... it's oh yeah, prob- it's the so longest running the sitcom of all time, is it not? Of all time, yeah. yes, it is. The Simpsons, yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that was on Sunday nights on Fox mm-hmm. in the states. So that was a family thing too. So sitcoms, and I think like when you say it built the foundation of television, really, like sitcoms, that's what they were known for, like the family getting together, mm-hmm. sitting down and laughing, watching mm-hmm. a show about like you know situation, or just like. Not stupid, but like simple comedy. Just, yeah, that it just wasn't you laugh, complex. You know, it wasn't like a big yes. like you had to think about it kind of show. It was just correct. It was just mindless correct. almost. It was just normal stuff going on. Um, it, it's weird. So I grew up. What I obviously grew up watching stuff like Friends. Friends was. I'll always remember Friends. Will and Grace. Yep. Um, yep. I remember uh, Saved by the Bell. Would you call that? Oh, amazing. Yeah, that would be a amazing. sitcom. Saved that by the was Bell. on. It was yeah, like Nickelodeon that was on here. in the mornings here. That Nickelodeon, was on, yeah, yeah, Nickelodeon. Um, no, Saved by the Bell, I would consider. Uh, yeah. Saved by the Bell. Do you consider like Disney shows like sitcoms? I mean, they keep, but they, but are they sitcoms? I guess they are. In well, I sense. think but technically, I, I mean, technically not, are they? It's hard because well, I grew up watching like That's So Raven and Lizzie McGuire and stuff like that. But yeah. is that a sitcom? I mean, technically, the probably the format of the show would allow it. To it's be just for a younger audience, I guess. Yeah, so it was just like a teen or like pre-teen, younger audience yeah. sitcom, preteen, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I grew up watching those. Like, I grew up watching Lizzie McGuire, That's So Raven, Hannah Montana, like all stuff after yeah. your time. I'm sure that you yeah. weren't watching them when you were that age, but I was watching <laughs> no, them because I was, I was, I was like, I was like ten years old when Hannah Montana first started. So think of it that way. Yeah. But I was watching stuff so, like that and um, like stuff like uh, Drake and Josh. I'm very controversial because oh, yeah, Drake was... Drake Bell is not a great person, um, yes. but rough but I, I grew up watching that kind of stuff but f- like if we're talking like you know stuff where i remember sitting down with my mom and my dad and stuff like that was like friends will and grace um mm-hmm. i remember watching what was that one called um it was my- everybody loves raymond oh yeah everybody loves raymond that? king of queens that was oh hilarious my god show. king of queens was malcolm good. in the middle uh, malcolm in the middle malcolm i remember is oh my underrated god. Malcolm yeah it doesn't get underrated to- does for how good that show about is enough i remember um, i can distinctly remember sitting down on the couch and it was my whole family. We would shove in on this little couch. Um, I don't know why. There was other couches I remember, but I always remember us like being tightly packed in. Um, and I would remember watching Malcolm in the Middle and always just popping for Bret Hart in the very beginning, yep. you know, the, in the intro because yep. he was putting someone in the sharpshooter. And because I was a wrestling fan, I was like, oh, I love this show. Like it has Bret Hart in the starting. I remember that's my first memory of Malcolm in the Middle is like sitting down and being like, that's Bret Hart on Nitro or something like that. And I was like, oh my God. And then I started watching Malcolm in the Middle and it is a show right now that does not get talked about enough. It's not, it is on streaming services and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like everyone's like sitcom Malcolm in the Middle. Like they're always like this and this and this. And you're like, damn, Malcolm in the Middle is so fun. Um, But yeah, those are the ones I really grew up. I, I just, I do remember friends being such a staple that my mom loved oh, yeah. and just by 
association of everyone else in the house. You watch kind of what mum wants or what dad wants. And they loved friends. And even now, I mean, friends, let's talk about friends. Let's talk about friends for a minute. Because I have a bit of a hot take on friends. I love friends, but it's aged Mm -hmm. terribly. Like it's aged so poorly. Some of the stuff that's That's in that show now is like. mm, Yeah. mm -mm. I have a feeling that there's going to be a few uh, shows where it's going to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know but what fr- I mean? Uh, I think that's just go yeah. on, but it, it's well, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I just think a lot of things that we talk, especially for me, like the stuff that I grew up on, mm-hmm. like you're talking like early to mid nineties, like mm-hmm. the things that were discussed on in regular day life and Ooh. shown on television, like, they're they weren't okay then at all and they're but they're like really not okay like they're not especially in today's world you know i mean today's world is so in a lot of ways oversensitive but i think sensitive because of situations that have happened i think Mm -hmm. it's i think it's 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 a debated sensitivity but it's also a i mean it's a whole other conversation but it is it's a sensitive to a to a point of we've been driven to a lot of this Maybe yeah. not all of it, but yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, hundred percent. But you did grow up in a different time, so stuff that's like in the early nineties to now is not really holding. Some things do, and there's always going to be things that stand the test of time. And oh, I'm not yeah. saying all of friend, like for example, I'm not saying all of friends is like age all bad. Like there's just some things in it that you're like, oh man, like. Mm-hmm. And I think I, the only reason I go to friends is because friends is in the upper echelons of like. You think sitcoms, yeah. Friends is is got to be at least in the conversation of greatest of all time, just because it's Friends. It it is. I mean, it, to, to today it's still in pop culture and it hasn't aired in oh yeah like seventeen or eighteen years. Like that's a long time yeah. for a show to be off the air and still relevant. Like you still talk about Joey, Rachel, Chandler, Monica, Phoebe, and and um Ross. You still you know who those six are. Even kids like much younger than me know what friends is just because it's mm-hmm. just in it, it. Friends is pop culture, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent. And it, you know, it, you can still find it every day mm-hmm. if you want, you know what I mean? Like oh my God. over here, it's on, it's in syndication. Yep. You can find it. Yep. Um, it airs and, and it airs in blocks gonna... on those like channels yes. that like don't air new yes. shows. It's like, it's like six to eight, his friends or eight to 10. Like yeah. it's just a block of friends. And it's just like, they just, once it finishes, they start it again, and it's streaming. So they, I, it's on Netflix here, it, it, but I don't know. If here it's on, it's on it's on it's on HBO Max here. Same, so same, it's on same the HBO thing, and it's the whole thing. You just right there, boom for you. They just had a reunion earlier this oh, year. Did, that did you was did you good. appreciate you you liked it? I liked it. I liked it. I, I thought, yeah, why not? I liked it. Who's you your favorite friend, I, by the know. way? I asked Carmela this, by the way. No, no oh, uh, <laughs> Ross. I'm a Ross. Oh, guy. so you're the same. It wasn't when... always that way. It wasn't all. So as you got older, way, you appreciated Ross. Cause that's what happened to yes. my sister. She was like, first... I didn't care about Ross. And then as yep. she goes, wait a minute, but Ross is the most consistently the same funny all like, the way mm-hmm. through the show. He doesn't change who yep. he is. Correct. Um, I, yeah. And for me, yeah. As I got older, I, yeah, I just appreciated him more. I thought he was. When early on, Chandler was my guy. He was the funny, you know, cracking the funny jokes, the funny mannerisms, like stuff like that. So, like, I was like, all right, I like Chandler a lot. Um, and I also really liked Phoebe. Phoebe's my uh, favorite. She was, yeah, she was so quirky. And I think, you know, now that I'm older and I think in the in the tribute, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. 
she thanks her for being like, hey, thanks for being the weird one. Yeah. Kind of, you know? So she like, was, though. You're not th- That's what I always yeah. re- recognize with her is like, she's an oddball and I always consider yeah. myself kind of a bit weird. And I was like, oh, Phoebe's, yeah. I see myself in Phoebe. So she was, I guess, the most relatable to me. But yeah, I, I think, think it's a, hard to a lot say. Of did. See, to me, Friends is weird because I had, fa- like, Phoebe was my favorite character, but Chandler and Monica together when they're married is the yeah. best to me. Like they play off each other so well. I love that. And I mean, listen, I know the foundation of that show was Ross and Rachel, really the yeah, underlying no, Chan- tone. Chandler and Monica are a better they, couple. They, they, way, way better, way like, less problematic. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the way, yeah. were they, were Rachel and Ross on a break? Why we're here, we may as well answer the question. Were they on a break? Because it's a debated topic of whether they're actually on a break or not. I think they were on a break. I think they were on a break too. Yeah. I thought I, I, she made it it clear. Yeah. She made it clear and he didn't want to hear it. They were on a break. Yeah. I mean, look at, I I understand the reaction to the situation. hundred percent, hundred percent understand the reaction. I get it. You're going to be hurt. I get it. But they're on a break. You're on a break. Yeah. And as hard as it is, that doesn't mean that you can't have those emotions. No. You just can't take them out on her. Like she, it's allowed. It's allowed. You can think it's wrong. Cool. But it's allowed <sighs> under the circumstances. It was allowed. So. I'm glad we agree on that because I don't think we're going to agree on what this question actually is. Now we've talked about sitcoms <laughs> a little bit and got you a bit more familiar with how we think. What is actually the greatest television sitcom of all time? I'll let you go first. What do you think in your personal opinion? Again, it, by the way, people, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is our favorite show of all time. We'll even probably say right. our favorites of what our favorites is. Right. But what do you think is the greatest television sitcom ever? Oh, boy. So I, I pondered this for a while because I take I take a lot of things into account. I go, OK, longevity matters. And like, you know, you have to be on for a good, you know, because like. And again, I, you know, I know we're going to talk about other ones, but like, in my opinion, I have never enjoyed watching a television show more than the original, like two and a half, three seasons of Arrested Development. I think those ones that were on Fox, that is the funniest show of, to me, of all time, that, that, that original, whatever, you know, before it got canceled, but you can't be the greatest of all time. If you're two and a half, you just can't, it's not enough to build, you know, you know what I mean? There's no foundation. Um, no, it's not enough. And like, you know, they came back, but it's not what it was. You know, it just, I didn't like know. the comeback. Um, I didn't like, it. I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, but I had, I had a couple that stuck out to me. One of them was more of a favorite pick. Um, but I think the best sitcom of all time is Seinfeld. That's what I think. Oh, we're about to get into an argument. Sorry. I think Seinfeld Sorry. is trash. And I'll say okay, that. Well, it, I'll say that. Say, with, with that's fine. Heart. And, I accept that. Um, it's not. It's not my favorite. It's not my okay, favorite. I just think, at least in a. And again, um, it's like, it's royalty over here in America. Oh no, it's like royalty Seinfeld. here too. I get punched okay, in the face cool. for it on, right. a, on a regular basis. Okay. It's one of those things, and I just think like there are, there are some very funny, iconic moments, and the amount of celebrities that were on that that became like megastars mm-hmm. after is crazy. Love um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I think she's Julia Louis. Yep. Veep. Yeah. Can we talk about? I'm detouring here, but have you ever watched Veep? 
was she's in? Uh, not religiously, but I've seen a fair share of episodes. It's amazing. I've, it's, I've enjoyed everything I've ever watched. I need religion. to go through it. Oh my god! I don't know what it is. On it. I'm sure it streams somewhere. It's HBO here. It's yeah, HBO. It, it streams here, and I like adore it. And not an I say veep to some people, and they're like, "What is that?" I'm like, How? "It's so damn good," and it's so like. There's no other way. It doesn't mean this in like a sexual way, but it's so adult. It's so grown up. Like there's some things you just will not understand unless you're a certain age. And you have a certain yeah. level of understanding about politics. Not that it's a political driven, like, oh my God, like, you know, you hate this side, so you have to watch it. It doesn't, it blurs the lines between parties. Mm-hmm. So anyone can watch and think that's that party. That's this party. Yeah. And I'm from Australia and I still understand American politics because it's been shoved down our throats the last five, six years, but, um, but, um, Veep is a fantastic show. So if I can say anything nice about Seinfeld, she came out of it. Uh, and well, Larry David, curb your enthusiasm came from it. Like there's a lot of things that can, you don't like Larry David, you know, Larry David guy. I'm not a curb your enthusiasm guy. I can tell you that. Oh, really? Okay. Um, that's fine. (laughs) I will tell you though. No, it's fine. Uh, I will tell you. I had, I had narrowed it down to two. Okay. The other one I don't think is one of the ones that is considered by maybe anybody or maybe mm. like the general public as the best of all time. But I think when you look back on it subjectively, it's up there. And I was leaning – I was going in between, but Seinfeld ended up taking it. And then once you gave me that reaction, I was like, I should have went with my heart. Just hold up. Before we get to <laughs> – we'll talk about that other one in a minute. Convince me of Seinfeld. Why Seinfeld? Um, I just think for the show, it's literally the tagline is it's the show about nothing. And it's just about these four people who are best friends in New York that some of, I I feel like they're not even really, they're friends, but it's a very odd relationships. Yeah, no, I get it. I feel like Jerry and Elaine are really the, the ones that are like the realest friends of the group. Yeah. Um. But yeah, every episode and the side characters are funny. Like the parents, George's parents are, his father is arguably one, to me at least, one of the funnier characters in the history of television. He always just wants these yelling, everybody wants to fight Festivus. And just the, the iconicness of, of the things that you remember, the soup Nazi, the marine biologist episode with George with the whale and the golf ball. Uh, the Mets episode with Kramer. And again, this could be an age thing too. Cause this, you know, I don't, I oh, don't no, know I watched that. It. I, you... I, I watched it growing up. I do remember watching okay. it growing up. And even as a kid, you know, some things you watched as a kid and you're like, I don't like this. And then you give it a little bit time until you're a bit older. And then you watch it again. And you're like, Oh, this is actually really good. It was always yeah. trash to me. <laughs> okay. Watched it as a and kid. Watched so, it when I was older. Didn't like it both times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just, for me, for the cultural re- uh, relevance of it, and for me at least when I was watching it, and again, I feel like I've watched it probably three times all the way through, okay. and I feel like the first time was easily the time I enjoyed it the most. Okay. And then as I ca- as I watched through it the second and third time, it kind of it didn't hit me the same. Where I feel like other shows they always kind of hit me when I rewatch them, so maybe mm-hmm. that was a sign. But I just feel like for the cultural relevance. The finale is still like one of the most watched episodes of television of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like it was it won all. And again, this is if you're talking about the best, you got to talk about like 
critical acclaim oh, you and do? things like yeah, that. Like it do. won it won award after award, mm-hmm. Emmys for writing, acting. It was just it was the biggest show that was on television for the first half of my life. And it and spawned a lot of sitcoms kind of built its foundation off of Seinfeld. Friends yes. Friends yes. essentially built off of Seinfeld. Really. Correct. Um, yeah. So I understand that. I, I, I get it. I personally don't love it, but I understand it's, it's cultural impact it had on television and just the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people still talk about Seinfeld, um, yep. now. So, I mean, that shows that it holds kind of stands up, um, with everything else. So I, I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit all over you. I get it. I understand. And it. it's no, definitely, you can shit all over me. It's, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Listen, but... we'll, uh, we'll talk about your favorite in a minute. I'll give you what I think is, is the greatest. Yeah. And we'll kind of go with favorites after this, but so I don't think it's going to shock anyone. What I think is the greatest just because listen, I went in my mind and I'm like, is it the Simpsons? Because the Simpsons is so, but the Simpsons has died in quality so hard in its latter 15 seasons to the first 15 seasons that I, I don't think that it holds up anymore. Like I can't watch the Simpsons anymore because it's just, I don't, I don't find it very entertaining anymore. I just think it's kind of like Mm -hmm. a shell of itself. So no, the Simpsons is not that. Then a lot of me was like, is it friends? Because friends is so, it is an iconic show. It really, really is for everything for better or worse. it, it, It really is. But I think the greatest show of all time, in my opinion, it's not my favorite. It's nearly my favorite, but it's The Office. The US Office, not the UK Office, just for references. Yep. That show to me, okay, the first season, not great. But it laid the core of what the show would become. Between seasons like three and six, even seven, I mean, I just don't think there's a show that's better. Like that show is so damn good in those times. It's just so... Oh man, I could, I could just talk about the office for hours because I didn't discover it until way late. I watched the mm-hmm. office for the first time at the beginning of last year because oh, right. I have, so it's I, recent. Like, I have feelings about it beforehand because I liked something else, which I'll talk about in a minute. But I was like, no, nah, it's not for me. I'm not, I did. I don't really love Steve Carell. I won't watch Steve Carell in nearly okay. anything else. I'm not a Steve Carell guy. I don't find him that funny. Okay. He is the exception. So I, that to me even tells me that it's a very good show because it's making me like somebody that I don't necessarily love in other things. Um, but the foundation of that show to me is not Michael Scott, as much as people want to create memes about him, it's Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam is the yeah. core of that show. It's what that show revolves around, especially when, when um, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't watched The Office, when Steve Carell leaves in season yeah. seven and the last two seasons, are essentially it becomes more of an ensemble, but it is about Jim and Pam. So they always were the core of that show to me. And they're the funniest in that show. Um, not my favorite. My favorite character in the office is Phyllis of all people okay. is Phyllis. Cause yeah. she's actual a piece of shit and it's funny. <laughs> she is nasty and it's so funny to me. Um, but the office is just, the office is, I just think it's so laid in the foundation of the world at this stage. Like everybody yes. knows that it's so gifable. It's so memeable. So many clips always pop up and it's just like, I don't really know too many people that, haven't really watched The Office. Everyone's watched The Office. At least at people my yeah. age, even people older though. I mean, you probably, I think The Office started in 2005, I want to 
say? Yeah, so I was already in college. So you're probably ripe so, age for it, to be honest. <laughs> I was, but I didn't want. I didn't watch it back. I, I've seen. Uh, I haven't. I haven't watched. I haven't seen it all the way through. Whoa! So I, I've exactly. So I am one of the few people. So here's the thing, right? I've seen a lot of The Office. It's on every, everywhere. Oh, yeah. And it's, I, I feel like, so when I was talking about like cultural re- re- with Seinfeld, mm-hmm. I feel like The Office is that show now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. ev- like you said, everybody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the characters. I was not a religious watcher of it, but I know all the characters. I know all their names. I know who's who. I know Jim and Pam. I watched the first three, three and a half seasons as it aired okay. in real time. And then I think I became, you know, I was 20, 21, working late nights, kind of partying, you know, doing the thing. Yeah. And I just lost it. And I, I still have never really found my way back to finish it. Oh, you um, need to. I know. I know I do. Now, I, yeah, of course. And, um, but the episodes that I've seen, and I've seen episodes. Oh, out yeah. Of place. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. I've seen, I've seen a ton. Um, I love Craig Robinson. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Craig Robinson. Uh, like it's it's the easily the most iconic show ever of the last oh, at yeah, least at least of ever. the last couple of decades. No, it might be ever. It, it might, might be ever. ever. I, and yeah, I feel it, like it's gotten be. more popular as we move with time. I don't feel like I remember it being a thing. I was young, obviously, when it came out. So the stuff in the show was really not I was 10 when that show started. So I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember watching yeah. it years and years ago and being like, I don't understand what's going on. But as you get older, you start to understand what is actually going on in the show. Um, yeah. Because there is things in it that would get canceled now. 100%. I was going <laughs> to ask, uh, did it, does it fall into that category of some of it? Some things. There's some things in that show that you're like, oh, man. But I feel like a lot of it flies kind of under the radar because of the cultural significance of the show. But when you actually mm-hmm. watch that and you binge it through, you're like, that wouldn't, that couldn't be made today, but you okay. could say that for, I mean, 90% of television that's been on the last 25 years, you could probably say that can't be made today. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is, but, um, it, 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 it just, as I feel like it's one of those shows that as it gets older and younger people start to find it and then younger and younger and younger and younger, and it just lives in generations. Like you can kind of, well, I, the office kind of lives I, throughout it, it doesn't really, oh, yeah. if you're at a certain age, you can kind of watch it until the day you die. You know what I mean? Like it kind of mm-hmm. floats in that time. Yeah. And I would say, I would say it's way more popular now than it was when it was first on mm-hmm. television. So I think that says a lot. That's well, they have a like, lot that they like, have like, I know that, um, for the life of me, I can't f- think of what, uh, what's Pam's real name. Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Jenna Fisher. And, yeah. um, Angela, who plays Angela in the show, they have an Office Ladies yeah. podcast. I know that um, there's a few other ones that happen. And it's like a rewatch podcast. Of, and I, mm-hmm. that's become a thing now to go back and watch it with them. And like to, it, it just lives in pop culture right now. And that's pretty insane to think that it's, you know, 16, 17 years old since it's an original yeah. air date. And it still kind of floats. Well, it doesn't float around now. It kind of dominates now of what people. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go on Twitter it's and still... people are like, fucking gif central everyone gifts oh, replies every, everyone. Uh, it's yeah. the office is like that's the show that you that you yeah. reply with so it's pretty insane that the office still is so relevant it's, now 
And people are like, it's reboot, still... reboot, reboot. And I'm like, don't reboot it. It's no. so good in its yeah. nine. Se- well, I know some people we didn't gotta... love the last season, but like the, the nine seasons that it has, it's like, why do we got to reboot everything? Stop rebooting I mean, I television gonna, I would, shows. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say like, we don't need to remake everything guys. We can just go back and rewatch. Like yeah. it is okay to That's why streaming go back exists. and rewatch. And it, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, I will, I will go back and I will finish it. I right now, Please. um, I'm watching a sh- I'm watching a sitcom. I- I'm watching a show that you would consider a sitcom right now that I thoroughly enjoy. Um, Ted Lasso, which what is I don't that? know. It's on Apple. It's on Apple TV. Oh, I don't even know what it is. Um, and it's with Jason Sudeikis. Okay, I'm in. Um, he plays an American, uh, ex football call uh, college football coach. Okay, who takes a job in England. As a football, like soccer, oh. football coach. Oh, that's gonna okay. All right, I and mean, it's a it's a it's a comedy. Yeah, but it's heartwarming. I love. He's that. like this all American. Uh, it, it's see, funny. that's what I love. The Office gives you that. It doesn't just give you. Yeah, listen, it's a comedy. It's ha ha. It's it's there's there's that in it, but it does give you like heart wrenching. The finale of The Office every single time I've watched The Office like like six times through in in a year and a half. Um, that's how much I love it. Um. The finale yeah. makes me cry every single time. Like I ball. Okay. I remember the first time I watched that and I was just like sobbing. Cause I'm just like, holy shit. Like this is so <laughs> heartwarming. And there's this moment and people that love the office will know exactly what I'm, um, what I'm talking about. Is it the, the, it's either in the finale or it's the episode before the finale, but there's this, um, a bit where, uh, a Jim makes a DVD for Pam about, you know, he talks to the, cause it's a documentary, it's a mockumentary, but it's yeah. like a documentary. Yeah. So he talked to the camera people and was like, Hey, I got them to put like a highlight reel together of how we met and how we fell in love. And Oh my God, there's yeah, like, emotion. it's just so like, it's just like, Oh, and he like writes a letter. And Jenna Fisher said that like John Krasinski wrote her a letter, like John to Jenna. And that's why she cried yeah. so much is cause it was so real. And every time I'm just like, uh, like, I love when shows get me like that. Like I love when, a, especially a comedy, which is so, you're so used to being like, haha, you know, this is so stupid and dumb. And then there's those moments because it's weird how I don't, everyone I'm sure isn't the same, but when I watch television, I get so immersed in television and I'm like, I know these characters, these people are my friends. So when mm-hmm. I feel it, what they're like, I just, I get so enriched in like television like that. I do it with wrestling as well. So like, it's just. Those moments in the office, I think that's why it pulls ahead of, well, it's my sec, it, well, it's like tied for my first, like for my favorite show ever with something okay. else. But I think that's why it edges to the greatest is because those moments are so special in those. And it just, those yeah. characters are so, they just, they stand over anything ever for me. But um, before we get to your favorite show, just because I'm talking about it, my favorite show ever is Parks and Rec. Same kind of vein as The Office. It's, it's, it's in that universe, kind of that weird element created by like Greg Daniels and, um, uh, Michael Scher. It's just, they're just the right, that kind of humor to me is me. That's my humor. It's very like subtle, dry, self-deprecating humor that I love. That's what I appreciate. It's not like, ha ha. Like, it's not like joke, laugh, joke, laugh. Like there's, it's a little bit more complex, I guess, but I absolutely adore Amy Poehler. I think Amy Poehler is one of the funniest people on the planet. And I don't think she gets talked about enough for how funny she is. And she's a producer on that show and stuff like that. She did write a lot of these 
episodes and directed a few as well, but she's so funny. And that whole cast, I mean, Chris Pratt is now oh. one of the most famous um, action yep. stars in the, in the world, but he's so funny. Chris Pratt is so funny oh. in that show. And Aubrey Plaza. Okay. I was just going to say, she is, say she's one of my favorites. What? She is so crazy. She's insane. Yeah. But like in a yeah. perfect way. And just like, if you've ever watched Aubrey Plaza on like the Today Show or like, you know, different interviews, she's insane. Like she does it on purpose, obviously, but like mm-hmm. she just doesn't give two shits. And it's so funny, but her role as April in that show is so fantastic. That that cast just plays off. I love Parks. It, I watched it before The Office and I think it's a sentimental favorite more so than anything. It's just, that's the show I remember when I first watched it years ago just falling in love with and being like, holy crap, this is just my kind of humor just in a nutshell. But that show is just so, again, they're the office and parks and rec are interchangeable with how similar they are. The writing is yeah. the same. They, they've got the same format. It's that mockumentary style of, of show. It's just what I adore the most. And I just love everything about parks and rec. Like I can literally probably nearly, I've watched parks and rec like an uncountable amount of times. I can nearly recite most episodes word for word at this stage. It's, it's that kind of love, but I don't get sick of it. Like I can put it on and it's just, yeah, it's background noise at this point because I'm just like, I know it's happening, but it's comfort. And I think that's, that's a good sign of something you love is when it just becomes oh, yeah. comfort. And when you, you can just, just put it. it on. Yeah. When you're focused on other things and you're like, you know what, uh, this makes me, this is a safe, like this makes me comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing that on. I'll laugh when I pay half attention and then I'll do mm-hmm. my stuff. That's kind of the gold mine. And like for me, um, well, you said that you got emotional at the end of the office. So, you know, what was a show that the finale, I, I agree with you. I think when you're watching television, whether it's sitcoms or dramas, whatever it is, mm-hmm. When you watch it, because I feel like I watch it the same way you do. Like when I invest my time in things, like I invest my time. Like I plan my day around. I'm like, okay, I can watch it this time to this time. So that's when I don't go on my phone. I don't do anything. Yeah. And when like big things happen, I am emotionally invested. Mm -hmm. So like sad moments, I'm I'm a mess. I'm there. Like that's just, yeah, I'm (laughs) in it. I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. I'm going to cry by my, like, I'm, this is it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, a show that I adore, it's not in the conversation of best sitcoms of all time, but I love it is Boy Meets World. Oh my God. Um, oh, Boy Meets World. I haven't watched Boy Meets World in that, a long time. It is so good of a show. You watch them literally grow up from like second grade to call, like through college mm. and they get married and it's a good family. That father is one of the best TV dads of all time. Uh, he is amazing. He's always a good father. He's stern when he needs to be to teach him a lesson, but he's always respectful. He was, I remember the episode where Sean Hunter joins a cult and the father, like Corey's Corey's father, because Sean's dad was kind of MIA. And then he passed away in the show later, which was another whole (sighs) bald my eyes out. But, um, (laughs) oh my God. But like, Corey's father goes to the cult leader and like stands up and he goes, you know, this is my, my son's best friend he's ever had. He is basically my son. Cut the shit, you know? (laughs) And I was like, man, what a good dad. What a, what a good TV dad. (laughs) Um, but the last episode where they say goodbye to Feeney, Mr. Feeney. And it's the first time in the whole show. Cause Feeney, no matter what the whole show, they always try to get Feeney to say that they, that he loves them. Like the whole show, that's the premise 
of that relationship is like, tell us you love us. And he never does. He's always like, oh, children or like whatever, because he's like the ultimate mentor, you know? Uh, and in that last episode, they have their goodbyes. And Corey's like, tell us you love us. And he still doesn't say it. And then they all leave the room and Feeney starts crying by himself in the classroom. And he's like, I love you all. Aww. And that's how it ends. <laughs> right? Oh, lost my mind. But anyway. Um, but that's like, I mean, I keep circling back to Friends, but the finale of Friends is so sad. You know when the, the guitar plays and then they zoom and they all leave and then they have the yes. little thing on the back of the, the door and you're like, no, yeah, it's, it's over. over. You just sit there in that moment and you're like, wow, this is over. Like, this is really over. These people that I've and they, watched. And they've all the last... grown up. Like, Monica and Shannon yeah. have kids. Like, they, Ross and yeah. Rachel are together. Like, Phoebe just got married. Phoebe's wedding. Always, I don't know why. I think it's because I'm so attached to Phoebe and I love Phoebe so much. It's like, oh, Phoebe has an ending. This is nice. Like Phoebe's with Mike yeah. and Paul Rudd, story. by the way, fantastic. Excellent. What a great actor. Like, and doesn't age, which is like, what are no. you drinking? Because he's, a, he's been a handsome devil for a long time. And it's he's just like, he, he's devil for the a long same. Time. Like, yeah, everything. since Clueless. It's like, oh my God, Clueless. <laughs> he was, he was, what a movie. Clueless. Yeah, he was like a 20-year-old dude, and he literally looks better now. It's like, I'm what? like, what the hell is going is on here? Possible? But he, like him and Phoebe getting married, um, I always like get so emotional in that. But the finale, friends, like finale is really, I think a, a great finale can really tie up a show, but equally a 100%. bad finale can kind of be like, like How I Met Your Mother is never in this conversation because of that whole last season. Mm. I hate yeah. the ending of How I Met Your Mother. I hate it. Like Fair. with a, my heart, I hate it. And that's such a good show up until that last season. Because it's just like, and especially that built, How I Met Your Mother built to the finale. Like not a lot of shows build up that way. Like the whole premise of that show was How I Met Your Mother. And yeah. it just felt like a waste of time. Mm. Yeah, and you don't, well, and I think that's the thing why we get so attached to these shows, like why you were emotional at the end of Friends and why you're emotional at the end of The Office is, yes, you've enjoyed watching all this, but you, you've invested your time too. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And especially, you know, back then when these shows were first on television, mm -hmm. there wasn't streaming services. You were watching Dude. Friends. You were waiting a week to watch a Ow. half hour of Friends. How the hell do you even years. do that? Like, how do you? For years. I watched The Office. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watched nine seasons of The Office in two and a half weeks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, te granted, Ted Lasso's only two seasons, but I started that four days ago, and I'm basically, I got mm -hmm. like two episodes left. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and I work, you know, we have, we have jobs, like, we, yeah. you know, we whatever, like, but it's so easy now that yeah. I think... Like streaming wasn't around until I was a full-fledged adult. So yeah. for the majority of my life, I we had to watch it. We had to wait. You had to wait and you would get that half hour or an hour and you had to wait. And you spent and then when the season was over, you waited nine months or a year like, what until the, the next season. What the actual so, hell? Yeah. So like those years, those eight seasons or whatever the, the season is for friends, what do they do? 10? Do they yeah, have 10? 10. Yeah. That's 10 years. It People started in 94 and ended years. in 2004. Like that is insane. That Netflix that... was still male DVDs in 2004. So we, there was so no, I don't know, you know if anyone knows this about Australia, but we have terrible internet here. Still do. Like it's okay. trash. We like, didn't get like overall just like bad. It's just a bad no time. matter what. We didn't get okay. we didn't get like quote unquote 
fast internet where it was, you were able to like, basically where you could, you, your uploads and your downloads were at a consistent base where you could actually stream something or you could, um, yeah. uh, like upload like fast or stream on Twitch or whatever until around 2014. <laughs> we have our internet service in this country is worse off than some third world countries. I'm not even wow. joking. Our internet is that wow. bad. I don't know why we're so behind on this mm-hmm. kind of stuff when Australia is a pretty well-off country. I would say like America, England, Australia are it's not an episode of something until fucking Giddy doesn't get in. If you're on YouTube, <laughs> you can say, see I got, I got Lou so, around here she's somewhere. She's so annoying. Like she just has to. Do this. <laughs> she doesn't want anything to do with me until I'm recording. She's just like, let me yeah. get up here. So if you're on YouTube, you got to see Giddy. But if you're on the audio version, sorry if there was anything going on. It's the cat. But anyway, um, <laughs> Australia, I would say like America, England, Australia are like your three. What's the word? Just like your three countries in the world that are like, okay, they're the kind of cornerstones of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like we're pretty, we're all allies. We're all kind of in this zone. And for some reason, this country is just so behind on technology based things. I don't know if it's got to do with like where we are in the world or like we're a pretty rich country. Like we're not broke. I don't understand. And Mm. we're so closely (laughs) aligned with the States and so closely aligned, obviously, in the Commonwealth with, like, Canada and um, England. Like, why are we not on the same level? Like, More we're technology just, advanced. It, it, there's yeah. just something. It's like this and vaccines. That's I just don't understand what the fuck is going on in that kind of area. Do you think it's because – well, I know from, like, the States. I, and I've never been, obviously. I would like to go to Australia. Um, but – it's like a 18 hour flight of sorts yeah, I think or something you can get like that. From, I think it's Melbourne to LA, which is where you basically, basically you fly into LA if you're coming from Australia. I don't know why they do that, but I think that maybe LA, is that like the, where everyone comes in internationally? I don't really know. But for some reason, whenever I see flights from, you fly out of here in usually Melbourne or Sydney, you can go direct from Melbourne to LA. I um, mean, I think that's yeah. a 16 and a half hour flight. Yeah. That's so, a long time. <laughs> LA, LA from me and, and Boston. So I'm like the exact opposite. LA is all the way on the mm-hmm. West coast. I'm all the way on the East coast. Um, that's about a six and a half, seven hour flight on its own. Yeah. So that would be, and, by the way, if I fly to Sydney, that's like a two and a half hour flight. If yeah. I fly to Melbourne, I think it's about an hour and a half ish. Um, yeah. but like, that's a hell of a long, like when you think about it, like if I was to get from, I would have to drive to Adelaide, which I'm about an hour away, then get on a plane to go to Melbourne and then a 16 and a half hour flight. That's like a, nearly a whole day of, well, yeah, I would day. lose time. I would go back in time. Yeah. Because I like, even like, but so you got to add on, like, what if you, what if your trip wasn't you going to LA? Like what if your trip was you then, going, uh, yeah, then like I would we have were, to go to we LA were meeting in Chicago to go to all out or some, something like I would that. Have you know to what I mean? Like, get on like a plane. you'd have to take another oh six or five and a half hour flight, you know? I'd be so, so like, and I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a huge, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a great flyer. I'm not going to lie to anybody. Right? I get, I get pretty sick when I fly. Um, so okay. it would be, I would probably have to take some kind of sleeping pill to be like, just yeah, knock so like me just out. Pass out. Yeah. So I can, yeah. I can, um, do this. Cause I was actually in a simpler time uh, when, you know, we weren't living in a pandemic, which we're still fucking in, by the way, everybody out there. Yeah. 
I have Please. to, people are like, the pandemic's over. I'm like, not even oh, close. Come, on. come over here, see how it is. Cause come here. Yeah. We're not, in a, <laughs> we're, 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 we are certainly not out of it here. Um, but anyway, um, Ugh. I was actually November, 2020. I was spending, I had four weeks in America booked and I had my flights oh. paid for and everything. And then the pandemic hit in the March. Um, and by May, mm, June, the travel agent rang me and said, if you don't re refund now, you're not going to get your money back. Um, we don't think you're going to be able to travel, which I'm glad I said I'd, I have my money back. Cause it was a lot of money. That, it's not cheap bet. To, to like yeah, of course. work out accommodation. Um, I wanted to go over there in November. To, my birthday's in November. I was going to spend like, I wanted to see what Thanksgiving was all about and that kind yeah. of time going into your winter. I wanted to experience that because it's definitely different here. I mean, it's very, that's, that's just before summer here. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I wanted to do that. And then obviously the pandemic hit and who knows when well, international travel is, is back on the cards for Australia by the end of the year. Apparently if you're fully vaccinated, um, yeah, I think something I mean, came out today saying oh. that the States would be by, by, you know, late fall. So like towards the end of the year, but it will be like that for us too. But it's so. like, but then in Australia, if you were to come back, you have to spend two weeks in quarantine when you get back. And then everything that goes on to there, it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a process. Once yeah. we, I mean, we're finally getting more doses of vaccines and stuff like that here, but it's just been a, a lot of this country still in lockdown as a lot of people know. So, I yeah. mean, we're just backwards, but I, I mean, it, it's, it's not over is my, is my um, point. It's not over anywhere. Like it's, I know like restrictions are easing and you can go into your favorite concerts in a lot of places, but it ain't over. A lot of people are still dying. A lot of people aren't getting mm -hmm. vaccinated for whatever fucking reason. I don't understand. I am, I will say my piece, but I'm not going to preach to anybody, but I'm definitely for a vaccine and I'm, I'm nearly, I'm about to have my first vaccination, uh, my first dose. Oh, very good. So, well, finally I've had it booked in for freaking ever, but again, I've been wanting to be vaccinated for the last few months, but this is just <laughs> when it's available to me. Um, but like, you know, whatever, but, Man, oh man, just what a backwards world. But I guess in the terms of a pandemic, to circle everything back, television has been kind of my best friend because we've been Absolutely. stuck at home. Streaming, I Absolutely. mean, without Netflix or whatever streaming service you're using, I'd be pretty damn lost. <laughs> I wouldn't have anything yeah. to do. And I, yeah, and I feel like, um, yeah, 100% that people, what else were you going to do? Yeah. You couldn't go out. You couldn't do... You know, you couldn't do anything. So it was, all right, let's watch some TV shows that we haven't watched before. Like, oh, this one's a really good one. Let's watch it. Like, you know, and I watched a few great shows myself. And that's all we, you know, I mean, for us, we probably had video games too. But oh, like, yeah. that's really, that's really all we had. You yeah. know what I mean? Like wrestling, Netflix. wrestling, video games and like Netflix. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that's it. Now you see, Yeah. <laughs> Now you see, you know, they have certain things, at least in the States over here, like there's movies that are coming out that they're still offering in theaters, but they're going straight to streaming too. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know what I mean? It's like, so like, too. I think, you know, there's going to be things that come out of the pandemic that are going to kind of change the way that we do things mm -hmm. moving forward. And I think uh, streaming is going to just going to keep getting more well, popular. Television networks you know, in 20 years, what is they're the not use? Exist. What's the use? Yeah, for they're not going to exist because there isn't going to be. You're just going to have everything your is on platform. demand because we don't want to watch stuff when we're told anymore. It's it's just Correct. not. 
I'll unless watch it on my sports, time. unless it's sports or like live stuff like that. There's yeah. no reason to watch something when everyone else does. You're like, I'll watch this when I want to. Like, I don't really have, Correct. I don't really have an interest in watching a television show week to week. Like I will wait for yeah. that shit to be all out and then I'll just binge it. Cause why would Correct. I wait week to, that just seems pointless. Like yeah. I'm not waiting yeah, a week. Exactly. Week and I, preference. Yeah. I, I think that's the preferred way of probably most people now is like, release no, it all uh, at you once. know, <laughs> Give yeah, it to release me it now. all at once or I'll wait till it's done and I'll watch it in a batch and I'll kind of get the whole experience. Boom, boom, that's boom. How I do it. And yeah. I remember you know, when I'm it, like a few years ago, I don't know, again, age difference might maybe play a part mm-hmm. in this just because it may be not as relevant to you as it was to me when it first came out. But do you remember when 13 Reasons Why came out? I know it's a bit off of television sitcoms, but you remember yeah. how like everyone was kind of up in arms about 13 Reasons Why? It, yeah. I don't think if that was coming out on a week to week basis, I don't think people would have reacted the same way as they did. I think it was because it was all at once. Everybody watched it all in a day or two and then was yeah. like, holy fuck, like that just happened. I don't know if you watched 13 Reasons Why. Again, it might be a little bit of like a disconnect, um, but... I, I loved that show. I know, the, I know the premise. I didn't watch it, but I know the premise. Yeah, and there was like four so. seasons of that, and it came out like yeah. you know season one, two, three, four over the three or four years that it happened. But I remember when that first season came out, and I watched it pretty much like there was a lot of buzz around it because it was like, mm-hmm. I mean, so what, four years ago, five years ago it came out, I think, at this stage, maybe six years ago. I was 20, yeah. 21 years old. So I was like out of high school, like, oh, this is like yeah. it had all those things, you know, sexual assault, drug use all this kind of school related death. It had shooting stuff and everything that was like everything that's very like touches you that that, that hits you and you're like, Oh, you shouldn't talk about that was what was happening. Netflix kind of made a lot of money off of that. A and B it come out in a way that 15 years ago, that would have come out on a week to week basis. Also a lot of that stuff streaming can get away with a lot more things of what they can put on television because you're choosing to watch it. You're not being told yeah. what to watch. So like, you know, if NBC were to put that out, that probably wouldn't go past the network. But Netflix is kind of like, well, it's your discretion what you watch. We'll tell you what's in this. Like if there's sexual assault triggers and there's drug use mm-hmm. and there's whatever, it, it's changed the way that television happens. Cause you would only see that kind of stuff in movies 20 years yes. ago. You wouldn't see that on TV. Yeah. But now it's kind of like weirdly flipped in this way of like, how can we be as edgy as possible? We have to go to a streaming platform. But even television networks now, I feel like, are being more edgy in what they put on television to compete with streaming. Well, I was going to say, they have have to compete. Yeah. Yeah, they have to compete. You know, like I remember, you know, when I was living with a roommate a few years ago, he wasn't a big streaming guy. He still watched Mm -hmm. cable television and that's what he watched. And I remember us watching an award show and the nominees were all from Netflix and Hulu and whatever. And he was like, I don't know any of these shows. Like he, we, we were watching the thing and he's like, I don't know what any of these are. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what these services are, you know? And that for me was kind of the first time where I was like, this whole thing is changing. Like the whole landscape is changing. And I feel like now, like you said, you're going to try to get on Netflix. Why wouldn't you want to be on Netflix? Or stream, like, any stream, you know what I, I know Yeah, what any, yeah, who, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I just think, like you said, cable TV is going to be a, probably a thing of the past sooner than we probably all think. And I think streaming-based stuff is, you know, cable TV will be for live sporting events and big, big events. 
and that'll be it. And then if you want to watch any of your television shows or any movies, you're going to have your two, three, four, or however many. Oh God. And it all adds up and you're like, Oh, I'm paying a lot of money. It's like basically a cable subscription at this point. Well, that that was the thing. Like everyone, you know, a couple years ago when this first started getting popular was like, Oh, I'm, you know, it's so much cheaper than cable. Oh yeah. 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 It's so much cheaper than cable. I'm getting rid of cable. And now it's like, okay, well now to see everything you need 12 subscriptions. So you're paying exactly what you were when are they gonna i hope they one day they all come together and like we'll release a bundle where you pay this much money like cable and you get all your streaming services you get all you get you get all your shit and that's That's basically it oh my god but it's crazy how television has evolved and even again back to sitcoms and stuff like that how it's all just evolved and how it's all changed the format's changed the way we consume it's changed just everything is changing and it's trying to evolve and it's a pretty weird Mm -hmm. time when you think about it when even when I was a kid to where it is yeah. now. And then when you're a kid to where it is now, I mean, it didn't really seem to evolve from when you were watching to when I was watching in my, in our kid years. But then yeah, from where, I where I'm a kid to now, to even where Big my, time. I was talking about my little brother, who's 11 to where he is now. And what he's now consuming is like so different. Like he's yeah. consuming Netflix. He's consuming all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, I, I was still watching Disney Channel and like doing what I want mm-hmm. at that stage or it's and so I, crazy. I, I think that's the thing, right? Like I think about like what were you doing when you were eleven? Like yeah. what was the what was the what was the after school, like into the evening routine when you were eleven? And like I would have never my my we didn't have a computer in my house until I was fourteen years old. Zach ago. comes home and, and gets on his iPad and goes on YouTube and it's kind of scary when you think about that though, when you think about yeah. what we consume on YouTube or what we consume on all these things that are like pretty intense. Like there's some oh, pretty yeah. intense stuff on there. He can just click it on his iPad. And I remember when I used yeah. to get home from school, shout out to another TV sitcom. I used to get home from school and watch Sabrina, the teenage witch. Oh, great. Good show. Melissa Joan Good Hart. Show. I used to mm-hmm. watch that show. It used to be on a, I, our school day would be eight thirty to three. So I'd be home okay. by 3.30. I'd be out of my school clothes, out of my uniform, and I'd sit down like fucking face-to-face with the television. I know it's bad for your eyes. But I used to have a television that I would sit in, on this tiny little television and watch Sabrina. And that used to air at 3.30, Monday to Friday. So I'd watch that every single day after school. That used to be what I watched. I don't know why yeah. it was Sabrina, the teenage witch of all things, but I just remember watching Sabrina. Yeah. Um, she was in a show before Sabrina called Clarissa, Clarissa Explains, Explains It All. all. Which was a, what a show. that was the Nick. So when I was younger, that was what was on Nickelodeon. That and all that. Did you watch all, all that? All that. Pete. Mm. Yeah. Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, then there were like, uh, there were a couple shows like salute your shorts was a good one that I liked a lot. If Kenan and Kel, that, I used to, I, I, I'm a, used to watch Kenan and Kel. Yeah. That was after that mm-hmm. was a bridge off of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a, I used to watch. Show I which, used to watch the Amanda the, show. I know that's a little later, but I used to watch the Amanda show. No, well, with Amanda, she first yeah. got famous on all, all that. that, and then she, she was went like, to. And then Amanda show was essentially just all that, really, but, but it was just her. her. Like she was the star. Of yeah, it, right? and that was um, great. I mean, Amanda Bynes certainly had a yeah a uh, yeah. a storied uh, life. I guess you could say. Yeah. It's pretty sad when you think about all those people that, well, not all of them, but a lot of them that have come from those shows that have had just horrible things just yeah, yeah i think it, not, it, it uh, must be the spotlight of that life when you're a kid when i couldn't yeah, when, imagine when that 
That would be awful. No, when you're a young person, like those, like those people were like teenagers. Some of them were younger. Like I the, feel the like we're going to talk about got that. famous when they were babies. We'll talk about that in you one know? of these episodes of like, here's a little teaser for everybody. I'm really fascinated by that kind of stuff of like, what, what exactly happened here? Like what happened? Like, yeah. You look at all like Amanda Bynes and and the Olsen twins and Britney Spears Lindsay and Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. And, you know, like, yeah. Oh my God. Like that's just, we, we, we need to dive into that in an episode of one of these yeah. shows. Cause I think that'd be a lot of fun just to kind of dive into and just find out yeah. what truly, what happened. Yeah. That would be the question that we would answer. What happened here? Because, and that's not a knock on them. It's just that lifestyle. No, it happens a lot. There's so, more. There's plenty more. Oh, Macaulay there's, Culkin. there's plenty more, you know, like it's a lot. It seems to be a thing that a lot of when people that get really, really uber famous when they're super young, how do you, how do you live up to that? Whew. How do you live up to that? When Whew. the Olsen twins, like I said, were famous when they were infants and full house ended when they were like 11 or 12 or something like that. Like, how do you live up to that the rest of your life? Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I get you. That's going to mess you up. That's going to be a live. To you, know that. What? you know what? Episode two guys next week, we're going to dive <laughs> into that kind of stuff because it's a, it's a doozy like with some of the stuff that's going on. So if you, if you are into that kind of stuff, we'll talk about the Olsen twins, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, all these kind of different people that were famous when they were younger and just had a life full of just, just tragedies i guess you could say mm. is a is a word to use there but we're going to kind of dive into that next week so there, there's a little there's a little teaser for you because there's obviously a lot that we can unpack um but man this i again this is going to be this is how this show is going to kind of roll for everybody it'll change from week to week on how much we dive into certain things and what we kind of answer but it's kind of cool just to have this kind of flowing conversation that we just had about everything just out of sitcoms yeah. of all things. So it just yeah. kind of spirals, but um, this has been a lot of fun. I think we're going to have fun with this yeah. kind of show and we're going to take everyone on a nice little journey of how our brains work um, every single Thursday. This is going to be your new, you, I mean, your, this will drop before between two beards is live. Yeah. But, um, you have between two beards and you have, um, what is it now? The Weekend Elite Report? The Weekend Elite Report, mm, yeah. See, everyone love On wrestling. The weekend, yeah. And With a fellow Australian, Matt, the franchise right. Matt, a fellow Australian. So. Fellow, fellow Aussie. Um, he's over in uh, Lockdown Land Central at the moment. He's in Victoria. Uh, I know, yeah. He's in Victoria, yeah he so. has been for a little bit now, yeah. I feel for him. He always envies me, I think, because my state has been, knock on wood, pretty damn good. We've been pretty lucky. That's good. Um, That's good. I say that now. You watch in a week, I'll be like, I'm in fucking <laughs> lockdown. Um, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, hopefully not. You have your own kind of stuff that's going on over on Love Wrestling. Um, tell people what's coming up, your kind of uh, socials, all of that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I am on the Twitter machine at uh, Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. Uh, Poolin J-R. Uh, so you can find me on there. Yeah. Like Josh said, uh, Every Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Uh, on Love Wrestling, face, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. We, I do a show with Pluggo called Between Two Beards. Josh has been on a few times. Um, it's a fun show, very much like this kind of. We, you know, it's, it's wrestling focused. We really just talk about wrestling. Um, but we, we dive into other things occasionally. But it's very free-flowing. If you're in the chat, we very much pay attention to people in the chat. And like they dictate the conversation from time to time. I do do the weekend elite report with Matt 
uh, where we dive into AEW, uh, Dynamite, and Rampage, which is the bell of my wrestling ball currently, uh, AEW. I know you've gotten into it a lot recently. I just, I love it, and I think they're hitting their stride, and it's just going to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I just try to jump on other things when I can, but those are really the two main focuses on love wrestling and then i'll be here with you every thursday as well uh which i'm very much looking forward i'm just looking forward to having these conversations where we kind of focus on one topic but then end up talking about a whole bunch of shit you know what i mean like that yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i'm very excited for this so yeah um everyone kind of knows twitch.tv forward slash josh robinson double (laughs) zero i'm live a lot um i'm always playing something doing something fun i think I like yeah. my streams. They're very much like this. They're just very casual. I'm pretty bad at games. So if you like that, um, I mean, I'm not great. Much have fun. Oh, yeah. I just have a good time. I'm there to have a good time. Yeah. all that matters. Don't be an asshole in the chat because you'll get asshole Josh. And that's, I can be an asshole when I want to be. I will tell you to <laughs> fuck right off if you come and be an asshole in my chat. But other than that, uh, Legacy of drops every Monday. I've got a Legacy of ECW coming up on October oh, 8th. 6 p.m. over on uh, Love Wrestling's YouTube. Uh, I'll be there'll be a premiere. I'll be in the chat. We're gonna try and make it a good time. It'll air a couple hours before SmackDown, so don't worry. It's it's wait no. It'll be it'll be a Thursday night. Oh, I don't fucking know. Something like that. I I don't know. It'd be something like that. I, I get confused with the day, but it's October 8th, so that'd be yeah a Thursday night in the states. Yeah, no, a Friday night. No, it's Friday, I think. It's a Friday think it's night. A Friday. It airs a couple hours before SmackDown, so you have a good chance yeah. to watch it before SmackDown um, and that kind of stuff. Um, what else is coming up for me? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. I've got a few other things that I'm planning, but other than that, um, it is just normal stuff. I'll keep all our links in the description below so you can go and follow us when you need to follow us and stuff like that. Um, if you're listening over on the audio side of things, make sure you leave a review. If you're listening on iTunes, give us five stars. It helps us with the iTunes podcasts, whatever you want to call them, uh, algorithm. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you click a follow. So you're following. So you're getting, uh, updates on when our episodes are dropping. If you're here on YouTube, which I, I would suggest that you at least give it a watch on YouTube. If you feel more of a visual person, um, I certainly am. And you can see us and how we're kind of reacting to things on the YouTube side of things. It's youtube.com forward slash Josh Robinson double zero. Make sure you click that big red subscribe button. Click the bell so you're getting notifications. I'm always dropping all different kinds of videos here. Whether you like gaming stuff, whether you like real life stuff. I've got like some other things brewing in the works and that kind of stuff. So maybe some bloggy types things just to see what happens. And again, I'm just throwing stuff at a wall seeing what uh, kind of sticks. Um, other than that. I hope everyone has a good Thursday. I mean, this drops on a Thursday night, my time. So it'll be a Thursday morning for most of you in the world because most of the people that listen to my stuff are from the States or from the UK. So um, enjoy your Thursday going into the weekend. It's hard to believe it's already nearly October. Unbelievable. It's nearly Christmas time. It's nearly that time. I mean, it's Halloween over there. We don't really celebrate Halloween in Australia, but um, it's not a big thing over here. But do you like, are you a Halloween kind of guy? I mean, I am always down to party. So, I mean, if we're having a, if there's a Halloween party, like I'm into that, but I'm not a super duper, uh, super duper Halloween guy. No, I'm a Christmas. I'm always guy. down for a good time. I love, Christmas. I, I love Christmas. Oh man. I love Christmas and I love Thanksgiving. Those are kind oh, of the two that, yeah. uh, I love, but I know Thanksgiving is kind of only, uh, it's only an American uh, thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, mean, I like November because it's my birthday. Because my birthday is on the twenty fifth of November, so it's always around like well, Thanksgiving. Well, here, yeah, and November, October, November, September, like is fall for us, and fall mm-hmm. is my favorite of the seasons. So my favorite season too. That's kind of autumn yeah, for everyone in this side of the world. Autumn, yeah, fall, autumn, yes. Don't worry. We, some of us still call it autumn over here, but oh, we really? Americans yeah. like to do the lazy thing and just say fall because the leaves Remember, fall off the trees. Is that why they call yes. it that? I think that's kind of probably why. Yeah, because oh, the leaves fine. fall off the trees. Autumn. So it's fall. Autumn, fall, same thing. That's my favorite time of the year too. It's like yeah. warm but cold but not freezing yes. but also not yeah. hot. It's just a perfect yes. time of the year. Um, we're in springtime. Mm-hmm. so And here, spring is windy every single day. It's just windy. It sucks. It's horrible. That's springtime is – and we're getting into like fu- – we have fire season and not fire season, and we're in. We're going into fire. Giddy, do you really have to get into the window to just fuck the light <laughs> completely up? She's had enough. She's ready. My, for my this. cat, my cat Lou, is over here in the window too. It's just further away. <laughs> she's but he like, just hopped up. The window's there, right there, me. like literally right next to me. And she's just like, you know what? I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go sit in here. And now she's all embarrassed. <laughs> she's like looking at me like. What did I do she's wrong? Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Why, uh... So it must it must mean that's the end of the show. I'm I'm a great host at things, but I'm terrible at ending things. So this is the way we'll end okay. it is with uh with Giddy just fucking my <laughs> shit up. But until next Thursday, everyone. My name's Josh. That is JPJ, and we'll see you next time. Bye.